Greetings. I would like to take you on a short journey. For the next several minutes, we will control all that you hear. We will decide the volume that you listen at. And well, that's pretty much it I suppose. It's not a visual medium. Prepare to enter a place where time is an illusion, and everyone sets their clocks to strange. You are now crossing over into Daylight Savings Time. Listen, seagulls. Must be getting close to land. Not much longer now. I can't keep going. God, just take me. The knife's right there. Been waiting four days for you to say that. So what? I do myself in and you're off scot-free. We both deserve to be at the business end of that steel for what we did. This thirst is unbearable. Don't drink that. Seawater only makes the thirst worse. You'll dehydrate and lose what little brains you have. I may not make it ashore, but I can sure quiet your noise. Wondered how long it'd take one of us to pick that up. I'm the captain. I should have it. <laughs> your captaincy went down with our ship. Where does one's duty lie when honor is at odds with survival? A ship can only have one captain and their word is law. When mutiny leads to a noose and following orders leads to a gangplank, what is one to do? Two men in a small tempest-tossed longboat are about to tell that tale, and you are about to drop anchor in the uncharted waters of daylight savings time. Watch that rigging! Lightning on the horizon, Captain! Steady as she goes. What say you, Mr. Coleridge? Eight knots, Captain. Wind picking up from the southeast. I don't like the look of this, Captain. Just a spot of weather, Mr. Bly. Sir, that's a storm brewing. Best attack back to a Chesapeake Bay. With any luck, we can make safe harbor before the worst of it sets in. Your warning is noted. Captain, I would be remiss if I didn't voice my shared opinion with Mr. Coleridge. No one would think less of you to go back. Mr. Bly. It was a poor time to disembark. Mr. Bly, a word, please. Very well, I'm right here. Say what you will. No, no, I insist. We go off a short distance so that we may argue, yet make it look as though we are not really arguing, even though it is quite obvious that the reason we are moving out of earshot is to argue. Or have you forgotten we are gentlemen? Of course, Captain. My quarters, then. As you wish. Mr. Coleridge, you have the helm. Aye, sir. Lower the main. Batten down the hatches. We're in for it, lads. Captain, she's getting a bit rocky down here. Can't cook me stew if it's sloshing about. Hard tack and salted pork, then. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to check the charts with Mr. Bly. Wait. You two's not feuding, are you? Going below deck so the men don't see your first mate question your command and whatnot. You are mistaken, sir. The captain clearly said... I don't know. Something about charts, I believe. Yes, charts. Indeed, charts. Quite right. Oh, my mistake. Best see to dinner, then. This weather puts us in quite the sticky wicket. Care for a brandy? No, thank you, sir. Snuff? Never much cared for it, sir. Thank you. Good. Good. Now then, 
just what in the hell do you think you're doing? Beg your pardon, Captain. Up topside! You challenged me in front of my men! Sir, I merely wish to express my concerns over our course. Then you speak your piece privately. We've only been underway a short while. Best to regroup and take advantage of a calm harbor until the weather is more favorable to our endeavor. On my first command, you want me to turn tail at the slightest sign of discomfort? You think I want people to hear my name and think coward? Sir, your career may end before it's begun if you don't put your men's safety before your reputation. Is that a threat of mutiny, Mr. Bly? Certainly not, but privateers and all manner of cutthroats hunt these waters close to port. Good God, man! Who would dare to engage us in such a maelstrom? Sails! Three masts off starboard! All hands on deck! Report! She's coming fast, riding the wind like a banshee, Captain. Couldn't make her out till she was near on top of us. Mr. Coleridge, your spyglass, if you please. Ah, you see? She's flying the Union Jack. Must be a wayward merchant. Light the remaining lanterns along our bow so she sees us better. Aye, full running lights. So we'll be visible all about. Exactly. We don't want to have an accidental run-in. Light those lamps! But sir, she isn't lit at all. Why would she not want to be seen? Must not be skilled sailors. Let us be a shining example. All lanterns lit along the bow, Captain. Take cover! Douse the lamps! Quickly, you fools! Too late! She's coming about! At the deck! Spyglass! She's raised the black! Oh God! I know that masthead! She's the vengeance of Aragon! What of it? Speak plainly! That's the ship of Captain Bear! Who? Fly the white! Belay that order! I am in command, and I am not losing my first haul to a boatload of ruffians! We shall fight them off! We fight, we die! Alistair Bear only leaves survivors that don't engage! They have the jump on us, and we're outmatched! Another word and you're off to the brig, Mr. Black! I think you knocked him out cold, Mr. Bly. Damn it, man. Get our surrender underway. Raise the white! Is the rest of their crew secured below? Good. Pull the bags off their heads. Ah, that sun is blistering. Ah, my head. <laughs> hey. Ah, nothing like the fresh, warm air after a storm, eh, Captain? Um. Ah, damn. Well, what's his name again? Chamberlain, sir. Manifest says inaugural voyage of Captain Oswald Chamberlain. Right. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <laughs> I try to remember names. You may not know this being green as ya, but uh, name is everything. Hell, between us, call it a professional courtesy between peers. Bear isn't my given name. You hear that Richard Cordeaux is on your stern. <laughs> what does that mean? Is that the name of someone to be feared? Or was that an old acquaintance from your school days? Terrible name. 
But they say Captain Alistair Bear is clipping at your heels. Now that means something, don't it? Look, you have our hall. We made no resistance. That may be, but your man at the helm says your captain wanted to cross blades. That rule? I... It's my duty. <laughs> that means a wiser head must have prevailed. I would assume from his more seasoned first mate, Mr. Um... Oh, uh, don't tell me this is a face I've seen before. Uh, Burns. Blaine. No, oh, I've got it. Bly. I do like to remember a name. Little schooner three years ago. In my book, you should be rewarded for trying to save your crew. And Captain... What was it? Chambermaid? He should be punished for trying to endanger y'all. Now back ashore in the civilized world, the reward and punishment is surely reversed, where he is the intrepid leader, and you... You, the despicable coward. Sir, the oil's drenched about the deck, at your word. As you can hear, I am a busy man, so I must rely on you to take the longboat back and credit my name to this exploit. But, since I only really need one of you to do that, here's a little stowaway for your journey. Nine inches of sharp steel. Dispense your own justice. Light it up, men! Captain Bear, my men, we surrendered! The captain is the voice of the ship! You did not surrender, so neither did your vessel. Sorry, Captain. I've got a name to maintain. No! 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 Wake up! You're out of it. What? Who's there? Only other person on this boat for four days. Coleridge? That you? You made it? No, Captain. Thanks to you, I took a cutlass across the throat, but not before I told them what a fool you were. Back, damn it! Leave me, ghost! It's just me, you maniac! Stop waving that pig sticker about! Don't forget your cook, Captain. They're not much use cooking for a boat full of dead men. It was my duty! Your seafaring men, you knew the risks! Sit your crazy ass down and row before I have to take you down! Only risk was having you in charge. Enough words of the dead! Put the knife down! Chamberlain, I won't warn you again! I'll send you back to hell. Why'd you make me do that, Captain? Why'd you make me do any of it? You... You should have just listened, you proud bastard! You should have... Oh, my head. I can't see straight. It's getting to you, Mr. Bly. I just need a moment to... Wait. Coleridge? Right here, sir. You're dead. But maybe we wouldn't be if you had acted sooner. We had no business in that storm. You should have taken us back. It wasn't my place to... What's the point in a mutiny if it still cost us our lives? I'm dizzy. Not to fret, Mr. Bly. What you're looking for is just there next to your foot. Go on. Take it in your hand. That's it, Mr. Bly. There you go. Just listen to them seagulls. Not much longer now.
The sea gives and the sea takes. Man came from it, and now these two men have returned to it. Was one more honorable than the other when they were embraced by the abyss? Does the sea care which lived up to their respective responsibilities? Perhaps both are now at rest in something larger than either of their mortal lives. Or just maybe their sins will forever haunt the dark waters of daylight savings time. The Longboat was written by Casey Ellis and stars the voice talents of Wesley Tilford, Matt Keeley, Dame Grant, Zachary Denardi, Casey Ellis, and Jessica Buchanan. For more information about this show, please visit facebook.com slash daylightsavingstimepodcast. Podcast.